Hi guys, in this show we'll look at Rogers, Farrell, York, Sterling, Green, Wagner, Harley and Myers. We're looking at 1997's Orson Powers and a National Man of Mystery. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of 100 Things We Learned From Film. I'm one of your hosts, my name's Planty, and those capitalist pigs have finally paid! Hi uh, guys, and I'm John, and I am just here for the raid. <laughs> John, how are you? I'm alright mate, uh, it's uh, spring has sprung, so uh, it's uh, all good in the hood. It's fucking Baltic down here pal. Oh really? Oh, it's freezing. It's freezing. It is freezing. It's been wet. It's been cold. It's been shite. <laughs> and I've been out oh, in it mate. all week. It's going to be nice next week, though. So, hey, feeling hot, hot, hot. Oh, I'll be stuck up a pool, no doubt. <laughs> Ooh, you lucky boy. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> we'll behave. We'll uh, <laughs> behave, indeed. <laughs> we, of course, the podcast tries to learn a hundred things from everywhere film if you like what you hear give us a quid and we will shout you out at the end of every episode we will also allow you to vote in the patrons choice this is something very special we gave a patrons choice of mike myers films we did three and got dogs abuse for doing the fucking love guru thanks joe (laughs) joe was like it's not it's not the love guru but go on (laughs) the career killer Uh, indeed yeah um we did uh, three Mike Myers films. We did uh, this one. We did Wayne's World, and we did Shrek uh, or mm-hmm. Me, as he's called uh, quite regularly. And this week, what? What? Well, did this win, John? Should it have won? Uh, well, it should have won, but it finished joint first with Wayne's World. So next yeah. week we'll be doing Wayne's World, or, or next episode we'll be doing Wayne's World. But this week, John, what are we covering? We are going to be doing fans' favourite Austin Powers. The first one, man international of man of mystery. Now, we don't usually do this, so if things are a draw. Usually, I'll find some way to just fucking scotch it. Like but, um, but you know, we decided. Look, you know, we'd let we'd let the the listeners down last week by last month by not doing this. I, please give us a quid, and we will let you down every month. Uh, but we let the listeners down last month by not doing one of these things. So we've we've done. We're doing both this month, so you can yep. get this, and we'll be doing Wayne's World next, which I am dead excited about because I've not seen Wayne's Project. World in about fifteen years. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been I a while. hope it's aged better than this. <laughs> well. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, John, in, international men of mystery, from what year would the men of mystery be international? So, looking at 1997, what a year that was. Okay. So, there's a couple of films that we've done from 1997. Oh, sweet. So, I'll go through them. So, we've done Air. Yeah. Oh, it's a great movie. Oh, it really is. Gross Point Blank. Oh, it's amazing. Oh, you know yeah. Oh, we've done another one. We've done another one, and it's annoying. Oh, Fifth Element. So we've done three oh, for yeah. 19 next time. Yeah. Oh, super. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but what you could have won was uh, Goodwill Hunting. Uh, Donnie Brasco. <laughs> Donnie Brasco, yeah. <laughs> uh, the Devil's Own. What's The Devil's Own? Uh, that is, I'm sure that no one of those... It's got it's Steven um, Seagal, late Steven Seagal. No, no, no. Is it? no. It's got um, Brad Pitt and Harrison Ford in it. No, couldn't tell you. Never, n- but I might have seen it in in the video shop, but couldn't uh, tell you. Beverly Hills Ninja. <laughs> oh, oh, R.I.P. By the way, is this last R.I.P. film? I know it's horrible. What, what a way to go! Uh, and Speed 
Cruise Control. Oh. Boo. <laughs> <laughs> you nearly got me there. Good, good, nearly, nearly. <laughs> what a year that was. Oh, fantastic. Listeners, you'll get us uh, wherever we are on the socials, usually at 100 Things Film. Uh, but if you want to have a look on our website, uh, 100thingsfilm.co.uk, that will also link you to all of those things. Right, shall we begin, John? Let's uh, let's do this. Fantastic. I've got a funny feeling this is going to be shorter than most episodes, but let's see. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we open up uh, with a title of 1967, Somewhere Outside of Las Vegas. Viva Las Vegas! We've done that so many fucking times, we are well, not doing it again. We've done a couple of things. We've seen Capella Films for the first time. Oh, good spot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Capella Films is a production company founded in 1998, headquarters in Los Angeles, but I'd never seen that one before, but yeah. Not Capella. to be confused with Coppola. Films. Oh, couple load of films. Who <laughs> <laughs> behave? Okay. Um, 1967, Apollo yeah. 1 exploded in a test January the 27th, killing all three astronauts. Keep it light. Jeez, uh, yes. Uh, hydrogen bomb, first hydrogen bomb was tested in China. Uh, excellent. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Canada is becomes 100 years old. Oh, Canada, you are 100 years old. Um, home of friend of the pod, Paul Payne, town of Milton Keynes, is founded as a new town and should be fucking levelled. Uh, the Velvet <laughs> Underground and Nico is released. It didn't chart, John, in the Netherlands. Oh, but hold tight, something will. Uh, Puppet on a String by Sandy Shaw wins Eurovision. Love it. I love it. Uh, I, well, I did write down R.I.P. She's actually still alive. <laughs> uh, this is directed by a guy called Jay Roach. Uh, he directed all the Austin Powers films and those Meet the Parents movies. Oh, God. Oh, those are bad. They're all First bad. one was all right, but I just went to shit, didn't no, it? No, but it's still not good. Nah, you know the circle of trust, but you know. Oh, that's maybe it, yeah. <laughs> I have nipples, Greg. Can you milk me? Oh, fuck off. Um, what I did like about him was... That Dalton Trumbo Hollywood communist film, you know the one with Brian Cranston where he plays Trumbo. Have you seen that? Oh god, I, I yeah, good. yeah, yeah, that's really good because I obviously it's film about film and we love those. Uh, what's upcoming for him? I, I love this Austin Powers four in production. Uh, oh, sorry, in pre-production. And get a load of this. IMDb calls it untitled Margot Robbie Ocean's Eleven film. Oh, it's due it's in twenty twenty four apparently. <laughs> now. <laughs> IMDb trivia, when I looked into this, said really helpfully, Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling's first collaboration since Barbie, 2023. Well, oh da-doy. Mm. not even it Yeah. He is married, by the way, to the amazingly talented and sexy Bangles singer Susanna Hoffs, uh, who did all the music for Ming T in the second one of these films, but not this one. Ah, right. Okay. You know, all the between bits, where it's all a bit 60s well, and a bit well, psychedelic. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, she did the music in the second bit. Uh, yeah. Anyway, that's 1967. Um, <clears throat> Dr. Evil, uh, like, okay, now, they don't really do this anymore, do they? I mean, mm-hmm. unless you watch that, the Pentaveret, where he plays everybody in it. Uh, and uh, did you watch the Pentaveret, by the way, on Netflix? I watched the first couple. Yeah, did you fall off it? I think I fell off it. Yeah. It's yeah, it's it's a bit stodgy, but it it's really sweet. Um, but yeah, it's it could have probably been a, a ninety minute movie instead of nah. like a, a like a six hour TV show. Uh, but it's it's Mike Myers doing what he does so well. Mm-hmm. You know that whole kind of like being in all the the suits and the faces and things. Yeah, is is Doctor Evil his best ever character? 
Oh, I don't know. It's between Dr. Evil and... Um, if you haven't hit it up yet, get on our um, So I Married an Axe Murderer yeah, episode because yeah. that's one of my favourite episodes we've ever done because it's one that's of my favourite episodes. <laughs> Dr. Evil's great until he isn't in that third one. Yes. Like, they just take it too far. Anyway, yeah. um, Dr. Evil's probably his second best character. Austin Powers is probably his worst ever character, in my opinion. Him and oh, fat yeah. bastard. Uh, yeah. Get in my belly. Yeah, <laughs> a sexy man, sexy man. <laughs> yeah. I only think fat bastard's one of the worst characters because I fucking look like it. <laughs> oh, I don't. Um, uh, Dr. Evil's gotten all the best assassins of the world together to kill Austin Powers. But yeah. I've written here, but they haven't. So he sends them to a fiery pit of doom. He's got these brilliant chairs, hasn't he? And he presses a button and, and they just all fly back. back. Now, yeah. like, they were all nobodies, except one of them was called El Presidente. And he was just some Central American geezer <laughs> in fatigues. <laughs> so that was really good. Um, the only two that he keeps alive is Frau, I got a name wrong twice, Frau Bisher, or whatever she's called, yeah. and Will Ferrell's Mustafa. I know. Will Ferrell in brown face, right? And I've also written young Will Ferrell, but I don't think he was ever young, question mark. Yeah. Yeah, Will Ferrell in brown face, we are not cool with. um, I'm sure he's in in the second one as well as the same. He's wearing a a fez as well in the second one. Yeah, because they go back in time. Mm And he's and he's chasing him, and he crashes oh, down the hill. He's like, "I am, I am destroyed, but I'm very yeah." Anyway, right. yeah, um, they're left alive to get powers, and we get the titles with Austin being chased around London, swinging London. London. Oh, oh. Oh. These I'm, screaming women. I picked up a few things for this, so I'm, I'm probably going to get them out. So uh, geometric patterns. So I'm looking at all the geometric patterns. Oh, nice. Geometric patterns. Date back to the times of Islam, and some of the oldest examples are from the 9th century. Uh, the car that he's got is an E-type Jaguar Roadster. Gordon's gin was introduced in 1769. I don't know why it's fucking piss water. Nice. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, highest. So Andy Warhol was there. Oh yeah, good spot. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so highest price ever paid for Andy Warhol painting was achieved in May 2022. I know the answer to this one. Is it the Marlon Mendes one? Far that, too much. That's that, how much they paid. That 190, Far too much. 195. I, I didn't know the answer. Just it was too much. Whatever it was, it was too 100, much. 185 million. It's, I, I mean, I don't know what art is, but I know I hate that. I prefer. I prefer the, the Campbell soup. Yeah, the, it's the pop art thing, isn't it? It's the pop. Uh, art yeah. Thing. Okay. Look, you know. Okay. You were. You were doing. You were doing punk before punk was a thing. Uh, 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 <laughs> uh, anyway. Um. Yeah. Okay. Good stuff. Fantastic. Yep. And, and some more. Uh, no, no. That's it. Yeah, yeah, just... uh, the music, of course, is Soul Bossa Nova. It's a 1962 Quincy Jones number. Uh, mm. Apparently, it took Quincy 20 minutes to compose bragging twat um <laughs> and sampled of course by dream warriors in my oh, definition of a bombastic chess style of <laughs> you remember that it's brilliant oh. uh, yeah. um, he drives off in the jag with mrs kensington mimi rogers is it a name or is it a rumor who knows who knows <laughs> no, i tell you one thing though i wouldn't mind getting fucking lost in space with her 
God, I Jesus, uh, uh, I forgot I'm about t- that. I'm telling the Lost in Space story again. Nope. <laughs> I'm doing it again. Um, <laughs> on a car video phone call, uh, Michael York rings. Oh, right? God. Which is amazing because Michael York made it to older than 25, in spite of the fact he had that red jewel in his hand. Oh, God, I should. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, happy yeah, days! That's uh, honestly Logan's Run is one of those films where I'm kind of like, fucking loads happens in this. No, it doesn't. Uh, Nothing well, happens when you they, watch it again. It's like they, nah. they literally escape all the fucking dancing, twirling, mental stuff. They then go in through the thing with Box the Robot, Plankton, Fishes of the Sea, uh, and then they go and find um, Blackbeard with his fucking cats and his library. And that's it. Yeah, and that's it. Anyway. Michael York says, Dr. Evil plans to have Austin killed at a club that night. Uh, At the club, the Pussycat Swingers Club or something. Uh, Austin is dressed, of course, like every tosser bloke at Halloween. Yeah. Crushed velvet suit. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking hated that. Hated that fucking (laughs) outfit. It's almost, it's the outfit that every lad used to dress in until the Dark Knight Kate right returns came out. You know when that came out, and every lad now dresses as the fucking Heath Ledger's the Joker. Aye, yeah, yeah. Man, I hate it so so much. Uh, if you want to buy one of those, you can. It is twenty eight ninety nine from the thenightball dot com, which sounds like a porn website. I'll be honest, it really does. Thenightball dot com. Are you Give sure me... it's not porn? It might be. I might have mixed up my tabs here. Uh, story <laughs> of my life. Is it a porn? He punches a waitress who is a man, man, and the first bit of the, well, the second bit of the film, I'm not cool with. It's a man, man. It's a man, man. Oh uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> and it is. It's a bloke, and it blatantly looks like a bloke. Um. They spot Dr. Evil making a run for it. He gets into a cryogenic freezing pod and blasts off into the one yeah. place that communism isn't, John. Space! Yes. And he goes, up there, <laughs> he goes up there in a big boy, didn't he? He does. He goes up in a big boy, yeah. Did you get anything, big boy? A little bit. What have you got first? Uh, the only thing I've got is uh, basically a customer couldn't get enough of Bob's new creation, which is a burger. A fan, uh, the fan in particular was a... Bigger six-year-old boy in droopy overalls. Uh, it could it would often help Bob speak in exchange for burgers. And so in order of this, he decided to make the logo a little boy. Fantastic. You went on their corporate website as well, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bob launched uh, his roadside diner in 1936 in Glendale, California, as Bob's Pantry. Um, I've uh, got the bit about the big boy. Uh, Stan Lee wrote a comic series from 1956 to 1961 because I love money and maybe burgers too. I don't know. Never really <laughs> was entirely sure about that. Uh, cryogenics, John. All right. Okay. So- Southern cryogenics in Australia are often cryogenic freezing. The body will be cooled on dry ice until it reaches a- minus 130 degrees C, at which point it'll be placed into a container inside a larger metal tank which will be filled with liquid nitrogen to keep the body at a temperature of around 196 degrees C. But Peter Toscaides, the founder, admits we haven't figured out how to even freeze a, freeze a liver yet, let alone a full body. Oh. That, that boy needs to stop sculling tinnies and get on the uh, science, doesn't he? So, so what's happening with bloody uh, Walt Disney then? <laughs> that fucking Nazi is long dead. <laughs> <laughs> Take that, you mouse-drawing twat. <laughs> 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 uh, 
30 years later, Big Boy is spotted by Clint Howard, you know, the ugly brother. He's <laughs> always um, somewhere, isn't he? Yeah. He calls the general. The general knows it's Dr. Evil and heads to London, England. Clint Howard, of course, we know from Gentle Ben. But did you know he's the voice of the wee elephant in Disney's The Jungle Book? Oh, really? Yeah. Hathi Jr. There you go. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I had it in my head he was also in Blues Brothers. But I, what, I think just because he, he's just an unattractive, he's a very unattractive man. Apparently, he makes snow globes. Uh, I found a Facebook page of picture of his snow globes that he makes. You can't buy one for love nor money. Oh, really? Yeah, you just can't buy one. I always used to get him mixed up with inconceivable Wallace Shawn. I think because oh, they're I... unattractive bald men. I mean, someone somewhere's getting them both mixed up with me. <laughs> <laughs> and that guy from bloody uh, Johnny Five, what is it called? Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah, I can't believe I can't remember the actor's name. I know. You know what I'm talking about. He's not, he's not particularly unattractive, but he's uh, great he's in everything. Mills into the background, though, didn't he? He's got a great voice. He's got a great voice, though, but I... Oh, listeners are going to pick this up, because I love everything he's in. In fact, we've done an episode of something where he was in it. Anyway, we'll come to this. Um, we fast Obviously, we fast-forwarded to 1997. What mm. happened in 1997, John? New Labour told us things can only get better. Oh, we did. Mean? They did for a little bit until Tony Blair decided to commit war crimes and Gordon Brown, I complained about a bigoted woman. (laughs) The emergency alert system was introduced in the USA and thankfully has never been used once in that particular utopian country. Uh, And in some really scary symmetry, Katrina and the Waves won Eurovision for the UK. 30 oh. years after Sandy Shaw. Come Shane Light, man. Shane Light. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Gianni Versace was shot dead on the 15th of July, and on the 31st of August, Lady Diana died as well. Oh. Uh, luckily, not either of them saw the heartbreaking 71st annual Macy's Thanksgiving parade where they killed that Barney the dinosaur balloon. I remember where I was when Diane died. Oh, dear. I, I remember exactly where I was. I was in Coast Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Is that your alibi? <laughs> it was a bad weekend. I was nowhere near that, that car. <laughs> a particular French underpass. <laughs> Austin got frozen alongside a few different characters. Uh, Gary Coleman. What you talking about, John Boy? Because of a kidney disease, he never made it any taller than four foot eight. Highest paid child on TV in the 70s and 80s. Get it right up, you Clint Howard. Uh, rated number one on VHS's 100 best kid TV stars. Wow. Uh, and died in 2010. Or did oh. he? Ooh. Mm. Not uh, in the height of his career. <laughs> very good. Uh, Evil Knievel, John. Uh, Robert Craig Knievel. Oh, sorry, Craig. Uh, famous Daredevil. It's not a job anymore, is it? Nah. Was a, like, now everyone does jackass stuff. It's exactly. Not, yeah, absolutely. It's just um, a pastime now, isn't it? It's a, yeah. it's a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> from 1972 to 1977 the ideal toy company sold over 125 million dollars worth of evil knievel toys oh, i loved mine i loved yeah, it yeah i knew you would have one <laughs> <laughs> he died in 2007 no he really did die 2007 but not in a in a dramatic <laughs> no like of cancer or something so yeah. yeah i mean it's quite dramatic i guess uh mm. did you see the third person that was there no uh ice ice baby 
Vanilla Ice. Nice, Jesus. But Matthew Van Winkle. Vanilla or nice. Yeah. Ice Ice Baby, of course, was a hit everywhere. Number one in Australia, Belgium's stupid sexy Flanders ultra pop chart. Ireland, New Zealand, here, Zimbabwe, and finally, John. Dinelalin. Correct. <laughs> I let gold. Not this one. Um, <laughs> It was covered by Jedward in 2010 and was their first ever number one in Ireland. Fucking hell. Jedward. Would you believe that? And I still love that video of him going, oh, no, 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 no. This isn't the same song as um, Under Pressure because theirs goes bum, 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 bum. And mine goes bum, 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 bum. What's that? He did eventually go, yeah, all right, I fucking nicked it. I nicked it and I'd do it again. They thaw him out in this demolition man pool of goo. Yeah, that's what I thought when he was on his day. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Where and did they, they done it in NORAD? Did they, oh no, NORAD was a bloody. Where they, that's where, where the they satellite. Yeah, yeah where they yeah. got big. Boy. So that, that was formed the twelfth of May, nineteen fifty-eight. I missed my cue there. Good. Uh, uh, you know, North American there. Aerospace Defense Command. Uh, there's this big long piss scene, which is like going to the toilet after you after a few stellars. <laughs> God, I. Um, when he comes to. Uh, Basil explains he's been out for 30 years and we see there's Gilmore and this Russian general. Uh, the Cold War's over. Oh, those capitalist pigs will finally pay. Uh, we, you know- we won Austin. Oh, go capitalism. <laughs> I know did what you- you're going to say. Did you know who it was? Yeah, rent. That's Peter Parker's landlord. Rent. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> it's great. Uh, yeah, and like he hasn't even got any lines, has he? He's just no. like, go- like googly eyed kind of character actor. Um, we right. meet Mrs. Kensington's daughter, Vanessa. Liz Hurley, and she's basically going to be his handler. Has Liz Hurley ever looked better? Maybe in that uh, terrible bedazzled. Bewitched remake. Uh, yeah, Bedazzled. That's <laughs> Fuck, man. Mm. Anyway. So hang on a second. Your man from that has had his redemption with an Oscar this year. It's Liz Hurley winning an Oscar next year? Question mark? No? Maybe no. No. She might get a nice dress that doesn't have any uh, <laughs> instill in it. <laughs> oh, God, I remember that dress. Uh, yeah, Jesus. exactly. Um, we see he's getting his gear from storage, including this Swedish-made penis enlarger. Uh, That's not mine. One credit card receipt signed Austin Powers. Uh, no, it's definitely not mine. Uh, one warranty card signed Austin Powers. This sort of thing's not my bag, baby. One book, Swedish made penis largers, enlargers, and they are my bag, baby, by Austin Powers. <laughs> it's an all right gag. I still got a kick out of it. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I still like that. Meanwhile, Dr. Evil, it's basically a sketch film, this, isn't it? Let's yeah. be honest, with a, like a basic story. Uh, Dr. Evil's underground lair. In the unfreezing process, Mr. Bigglesworth lost all his hair. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Bigglesworth, of course, is a sphinx hairless in this. Um, it's produced by a mutation in the gene that produces hair. And a six-week-old sphinx kitten, 800 quid each on freeads.co.uk. Now, mate, you're all right. Uh, keep it. Yeah, absolutely. Just Not just because like it's a hairless cat. But it just looks like a plucked chicken just walking about. Oh, just shave this ginger bastard <laughs> and see if I can get 800 quid for him. That'd be great. Uh, see if there's anybody zebra stripes under there. <laughs> <laughs> 
Doctor Evil gets Mustafa because he, he he lost all his hair and it was Mustafa's plan. So Mustafa gets the fiery pit and there's this, I'm still alive, but I'm horrifically burned. And Doctor Evil calls some minions to finish him off. It's it's kind of a gag. It's I, I, I kind of liked it. Um, the new baddies are Random Task or Odd Job. Uh, yeah. Obviously, we know Odd Job from uh, Goldfinger, uh, who throws hats, not shoes, mm-hmm. but Random Task throws shoes. Uh, Patty O'Brien. Oh, right? Jesus. I mean, it really was the most racist stereotypes I know. that you could have just got him Sean O'Shaughnessy or something like that. You know? <laughs> he leaves a charm with every victim. And I think the line oh. is something like. Um, Scotland Yard would really like to get their hands on that. Hang on a second, he's Irish. What's Scotland Yard interested in him for? I know. <laughs> it's the You'd like to get your hands on my lucky charms. Yeah. Oh. And, and, uh, why does everyone laugh when I say that? Um, obviously, <laughs> Lucky Charms, John, we know as a cereal by General Mills since 1964. A yep. grand cereal with marshmallow charms. A box of Lucky Charms on Amazon is £9.95, or you can go to Asda. For knockoff marshmallow mateys, two pound eighty two a box. Oh, they, I thought, I'm sure Tesco did them, but I uh, the, the the first came out with bells, fish, arrowheads, and clovers. All right, nice one. Uh, in April 2022, I'm nicking this direct off a report. Uh, the FDA opened an investigation into whether Lucky Charms was making people ill after receiving reports from over a hundred people it caused nausea, vomiting, and other symptoms. A food safety website, IWasPoisoned.com, <laughs> separately documented over 3,000 similar complaints from all over the United States and Canada that started trending upwards in 2021. In September of 2022, the FDA said it found no pathogen or cause behind 558 self-reported cases of illness. And that being, I'll still stick with the mateys. Thank you very much. Yeah. Maybe, America, it's because you don't have very good food standards on fucking anything. Maybe it's the milk. Maybe it's the milk. Blame the coos. Blame the coos. Maybe it's because people sell unpasteurised milk when you really shouldn't. And also you just shouldn't drink milk. Anyway. um, uh, Number two. We meet number two. Robert Wagner. uh, He's grown Virchicon. Uh, they own cable companies, steel mills, refineries. They're doing okay. And he's, he's, he's pushing all these little buildings around, isn't he? Uh, uh, and a company that makes little model buildings. <laughs> that's like, okay, funny. Yeah. He's got this eye patch, which is obviously from when, when his wife scratched his eye out before he threw her overboard on that boat. Um, I, I won't let that live. I just won't let it live. And just like he didn't with his wife. Uh, oh. Dr. Evil's plan is blackmailing the royal family, or he will claim Prince Charles had an affair. <laughs> Yeah, been there, done that. <laughs> Which, yeah, number two explains that's happened. It's like, I've been frozen for 30 years. Plan two, did you spot what that was, John? Throw me a freaking bone. Uh... <laughs> no. The ozone layer. Oh, God, uh, I... Yeah, so he's going to put you a hole in the ozone layer unless they pay a ransom. As we learned at School of Rock, that's actually happened. Yeah, because mm. the fucking man, the man uh, did that, if you remember. Um, but I actually learned off Gadget from... Um, Modern escapism this week, just in a Discord, uh, that the ozone layer is now almost completely uh, sorted. It's almost completely uh, fixed. What? There you go. How do you like them apples? Which is good news. It's about that's time. That's good news. That's because I stopped using hairspray in it. That's yeah. Your Cossack hairspray went in the bin. That's what it is. That's uh, it. Uh, Silvercrin, Silvercrin. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> so they're just going to nab a warhead and ransom for a million dollars. Uh, he says, no, no, because uh, Virtucon makes $9 million a year. And he says, so let's make it 
a hundred billion dollars. Yeah. Uh, he initially says a hundred million, doesn't he? Um, a uh, hundred, just out of absolute poetry, a hundred, no, one million in 1967 would be nine million today, which is what Virtucon's making. So I'm kind of like, oh, that yeah. 9.1 or something. I, I think it came to 9.1 something. something. Um, as of 2021, there were 60,000 people in the US that had a hundred million plus. And John, I'll bet you a fucking fiver. They're all a right bunch of cunts. Uh, I was yeah, 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 yeah. Each and every one of them. I bet there's not a good one amongst them. Yeah, not one. Don't why why did he do that money is beyond me. Yeah. Uh, on Austin's jet, he's chatting up Vanessa. She started at Oxford, and she's telling him how she got into the job. And he basically just wants to shag her. Mm-hmm. Um, it's grim. It's really grim. And it's the third point of this film. I was like, oh, I'm not okay with this. Um, they sit on this round bed. And he's like, oh, do I make you horny, baby? Yeah. And it's, you know, everyone's done it. It was a sexties, man. Uh, yeah, but Let then he go. grabs her and jumps on her. It's really horrible. But it does have Call Me by the Mike Flowers Pops on in the background. Just call me. And all I can think of is Phoenix Knight. Even Buckingham Palace eats corned beef. <laughs> Why don't you try corned beef hash? Always think of that. Um, <laughs> come get your black bin bags on offer till December. Anyway, uh, Vanessa tells him she'll never sleep with him, even if they're the last pair of people on the earth. We'll fucking see. Mm. Um at Dr. Evil's lair, we meet his son from Frozen Sperm, Scott. He wants a hug, but Scott hates him as he's been an absent father. And he does something that I have always done, and I still do to this day. I'm cool. I'm hip. And that is my I'm cool, I'm hip move completely nicked from that. It still makes me last bill. Yeah, it is still absolutely brilliant. It's very good. Um, Austin and Vanessa arrive in Vegas to the brilliant Masquinada, which uh, is by Brazil 66. Oh. The last time, who had a team, John? No, you. Brazil. (laughs) (laughs) We've got a team. The Border City Greens are our team. Uh, (laughs) Anyway. Masquinada, uh, 1963 song by George Ben. Two first names. What a twat. Ooh, don't uh, trust him. This version is Sergio Mendes, which I think is not two first names, and was covered in 1966, hence the title. Uh, football related, it was that Nike advert for Brazil in the 1998 World Cup, which <laughs> coincidentally was the last time Scotland were at a World Cup. Um, <gasps> if you remember that, it was all the Brazil players playing football in the airport. Oh, and, God, I am just bringing that a bit. Misses her. Yeah, misses her. Right. Um, it was also covered by the Black Eyed Peas in 2006, which got to number one in Hungary. And where, John? The Netherlands? Correct. There you go. Oh. Fantastic. Never going to get any of these wrong, am I? <laughs> uh, on the floor of the casino, we learn that Virchicon execs are gambling. Austin joins number two, and the guy who is the croupier is the soup Nazi from Seinfeld. Oh, God, so he is. I'm like, I know that face. Yeah, Larry Thomas. If you want to hear me talk more about him, we did his first ever film, Terror on Tour, for Hallmark Greatness Last Orders, earlier in the year. It's a terrible film, but he comes out of it quite well. Good. Uh, no film for you. Um, 
Number two has this bit of tech in his iPad that means he, his eye patch rather that means he can see the next card. He twists on seventeen. I like to live dangerously, and he gets twenty-one. Austin gets five and sticks. I too like to live dangerously. <laughs> um, number two secretary is called what, John? A lot of Vagina. It's not good. It's not good at all. It doesn't work on any level. It doesn't work. I know it's meant to be plenty O'Toole, but it doesn't work on that level (laughs) at all, to my mind. Uh, Austin heads to the gents to look for number two. Uh, He heads to a cubicle, as does Tom Arnold's Texan man. Oh, God, I owe the Roseanne Buzz. Old man. Fucking hell. And he's like the uh, he's like the guy out of The Simpsons. Ah, this is Hitler's car. I'm told his head's in the trunk. I haven't had time to look. I'm a busy man. Oh no, I I, I got I got uh, the Texan vibe for inner space. Oh very good, yeah. <laughs> oh, excellent. Man, inner space is a film I gotta go back to. Oh god, yeah, definitely. Would would that just be biology fact if we did that? I think it might be because yeah. we went a lot a lot of places and the yeah. body, didn't you? Okay, yeah. And your man gets eaten by the spleen or whatever. Anyway. <sighs> the claw, the spleen. <laughs> As he's in the, the, the cubicle, Paddy comes out of the vent and starts strangling for the tarm with the, with his charms. So that the cowboy, it sounds like he's shitting. And mm-hmm. He's like, who does number two work for? Which I always think if I'm having a big shit. Uh, <laughs> that's it. You show that turd who's boss. Uh and there's a bit where he's drowning him in the toilet. <laughs> he's like, courtesy flush. Courtesy flush, yeah. Uh, and he's going, as he opens the, the toilet, he's obviously drowned Paddy, and he's kind of upside down in the toilet. goes, Hi. Jesus Christ, boy, what did you eat? <laughs> Which is kind of okay. Tucky Charms. Right. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, Charms made me shit. <laughs> Uh, Dr. Evil calls the UN, which is made up of stereotypes. You've got a beef eater, a sumo wrestler, a yeah. Gorbachev lookalike, who doesn't look like Gorbachev, and a bloke in clogs. Uh, it's, it's a bit all over the place. Yeah, it? it's a bit. Oh, I missed that MOD oh. thing. The MOD oh, yeah. was formed in 1st April. Uh, <laughs> April Fool. Uh, <laughs> in 1964. Oh, excellent stuff. Uh, back in the room, Vanessa calls her mum, Mimi Rogers. Mimi Rogers is 10 years older than her, and she's playing her mum. Bad crack, that, innit? Yeah. Bad crack, Hollywood. Fisty. Um, they're discussing Austin, and we can see some fun sight gags where a naked Austin keeps getting things put in front of his willy. Um, Always works, then. It? Always works. It kind of does it for me. Even the second time round, I'm still kind of into it. At Virgicon headquarters, they're taking photos of the outside. Um, that's Dr. Evil's cat. Oh, how do you know? I never forget a pussy cat. <laughs> and I was okay with that. Okay. okay. You know, um, Austin takes Vanessa on an open top double decker with Burt Bacharach singing what the world needs now. And they have a drunken time. All oh, right. So Burt Bacharach, he was born in uh, 1928. Do you know that yeah. he died, died in February? He died like, yeah, this year, earlier this year. Oh man, I could have, sounds like what? Absolutely. In fairness, he looked dead here 25 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he won three Oscars, one for best score for Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid and best original score. Raindrops keep falling on my head from the same film. And Arthur's theme from, you guessed it, Platoon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Arthur, the Arthur film. Uh, more, little the penis. John Mills? <laughs> yeah, jo- yeah, John Mills, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Aye, so they passed through a couple of resorts. So they passed the Stardust Resort. I think we've done this before. 
Stathurst Resort and Casino was demolished in March 13th, 2007. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Mirage, I didn't know this, right? So Mirage must be owned by, what's that? Uh, Hard Rock Cafe. That's right, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because apparently they're going to close the Mirage uh, this year. Oh, and they're either going to rename it, enlarge it, or remodel it. They're going to devantate it, so All it right. might, might not be the same one by the time they finish with it. Shame, because I think that is going to be a destination for us when we finally go to Vegas. Uh, not me and, you, Vegas. Well, me and you, me and you. Vegas, baby! Is that what all the patron money's getting? Is? <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, patron, the patron coffers are empty. Someone buy a hat. <laughs> um, what the World Needs Now by Burt Bacharach and lyrics by his uh, prolific songwriter, pal Hal David from 1965. Originally a hit for Jackie, Don't Call Me Del Shannon. Like what did they? Uh, number one in Canada and number seven in the USA and covered by Tom Clay as an anti-war song in 1971. Tom Which Clay, I'm yeah. astonished we didn't come across that in the Forrest Gump episode. Uh, good point. Yeah. We see them playing Twister. She's absolutely ratted and says she wants to sleep with him. But he refuses because you're pissed. You're drank. Uh, which is at last him finally being not a prick. Yep. Um, he tells Vanessa he loved her mum. <laughs> I love your mum. Uh, but she only had eyes for her dad. Uh, she falls asleep and Austin gets a call from Basil uh, saying he needs to get details from Halotta Vagina's penthouse on Project Vulcan. He takes snaps of files before she spots him. Now, these files were really weird because one of them said, untitled Carrot Top movie. Did you know anything about this? No. Right, okay, because this, this kind of came up at some point in the early days of, of me on the social media with the podcast, so I'll come to it. Carrot Top's a US prop comedian. Now, I'd never heard of him until someone on Twitter had said, you should cover his film chairman of the board and i was like what the fuck is that turns out it's a 1998 release so i assume it was slated while this was being filmed if not being filmed mm-hmm. at the time john here's got 13 percent on rotten tomatoes um, have it. both carrot top and raquel welsh she would do anything for money in the late 90s isn't she? Oh, raquel welsh. Yeah. um were nominated for razzies um, by the way, if you're listening, reach out person that recommended it. I'd like to get you the help that you really do need, <laughs> please. Uh, God. Yeah. She catches him, Halotta, uh, and she heads off to get into something more comfortable. We see the outline through the screen door. They get into a jacuzzi. I would like to wash you, Mr. Powers. And she washes his back. And while she's doing that, she grabs his business card out of his pocket. And it just says Austin Powers International Man of There's no further details on yeah, it. That's it. That's what you need, isn't it? <laughs> just that, yeah. Um, which is very good. Oh, he'd been going by the name Richie Cunningham, by the way. Dead, my wife, Oprah. It's <laughs> 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 kind of like, what? Like, everybody knows who Richard Cunningham, Richie Cunningham is. Oh. Again, another Clint Howard kind of reference, because it was his brother. Um, while she's washing him, the song is The Look of Love by Hal David and Burt Bacharach, 1967, as sung by the late, great Dusty Springfield, uh, featured on Casino Royale, the Niven one, not the recent Ah, one. not the... Um, yeah, but also covered by our man Sergio Mendes, only a year later. Mike Myers said the film was inspired by The Look of Love 
Uh, he said, on hearing the song on the radio, it led me to reminisce about the 60s and could I make a movie about the 60s? That's, wow. I'm into that. I'm into that. And indeed he did. At Dr. Evil's place, we see Frau Bess has created these fembots, these dancing robots that have got guns for nipples. They kill a number of guards to these boots are made before walking by Nancy Sinatra. And this boots are made for walking, written by guess who, John? Uh, but Brackenack. Wrong. Lee Hazelwood. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> it was released on my birthday, 22nd of January, 1966. Uh, the last time I was born, obviously 1980, um, and made number one in the UK and the US, and it featured in the much better than this film, Full Metal Jacket. Ah, right, okay. Yeah. We'll give you that. Yeah. No, no, G.I., you're too buku, too buku. I ain't too goddamn buku, baby. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> something I think about a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm usually in situations where like I'm trying to fit into smaller clothes nothing to do with my <laughs> massive BBC you need help fucking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right need help, help carrying it that's what the issue is uh, anyway. I, I love his I love his I like to see women of their calibre <laughs> but oh. then he has to explain it and it's just like you with jokes, isn't it? Uh, yeah, well, it's <laughs> like the jokes are so right. good that you have to explain them. <laughs> it's not the same. It's just, like it's such a good, like it's such a, like of their caliber, and, and then he's a, a, as Green. in the caliber of their guns. And I'm like, oh no, but it's a good joke. <laughs> oh, I feel for him. Um, uh, Basil and Vanessa are explaining the plot. Uh, he says only two things scare Austin: nuclear powers and carnies. Smell hands. <laughs> Smell faintly of cabbage. Uh, same as Homer Simpson. <laughs> he does hate carnage. Yeah. We were beaten by the best boy. Oh, they didn't seem too good. The best. <laughs> uh, the plan is to go on a tour of Virtucon and sneak in. Austin punches Basil's mum in the face and tries to pull off her wig. It's a man, baby. you got to admit, she looks kind of mannish. Is it my mum? <laughs> Possibly. Um, Dr. Evil and Scott are at this group counselling session run by who? Do you know, I didn't know who that was. was Princess that, uh... Leia. Oh, God, it was bloody Yeah, it's Princess Leia, yeah. I assume this is another one of those films where Carrie Fisher punched up the script. <laughs> nah, <it must laughs> have she, she's a famous script doctor. She punched a lot of shit up, that girl. She nice. was you such are. a funny, talented yeah. woman. God, and, I uh, Drop Dead Fred, apparently she's done hundreds. Mm. Oh, yeah, well, I mean, well, you couldn't tell. <laughs> um, he doesn't want to take over the family business. He wants to be a vet. Uh, an evil vet is <laughs> kind of funny um, he said yeah he's just you know oh, he's always trying to kill me and she's like oh it always seems it always feels like they're trying to kill us uh, no no I am actually trying to kill Scott it's made it every turn yeah uh, she, they said, well why don't you share uh, please let's hear about your childhood uh, he's like the details of my life are quite inconsequential uh, I've written this down because I like this uh, very well where do I begin my father was a relentless, self-improving boulangerie owner from Belgium. I don't know what the accent is. With low-grade narcolepsy and a penchant for buggery. <laughs> My mother was a 15-year-old French prostitute named Chloe with webbed feet. My father would womanise. He would drink. He would make outrageous claims like he invented the question mark. Sometimes he would accuse chestnuts of being lazy. <laughs> it's great. The sort of general malaise that only the genius possess and the insane lament. 
My childhood was typical. Summers in Rangoon, luge lessons. In the spring, we'd make meat helmets. (laughs) When I was insolent, I was placed in a burlap bag and beaten with reeds. Pretty standard, really. At the age of 12, I received my first scribe. At the age of 14, a Zoroastrian named Vilma ritualistically shaved my testicles. There really is nothing like a Sean Scrotum. It's breathtaking. I suggest you try it. You know, we have to stop, says the therapist. Um, any, have you ever had a Sean Scrotum, John? Nah. Nah. Okay. Ever? <laughs> I'm not doing my sexy birthday got shaved somewhere, but it's going to be. <laughs> a a Austrian is uh, someone of an Iranian religion. It's the world's organi- one of the world's oldest organized faith. And based on the teachings of Iranian-speaking prophet Zoroaster, like he's a massive roaster, I assume. Oh, yeah, that. <laughs> I just think Adam Sandler, that fucking. Oh, uh, the don't the Zohan. Oh, that movie's a bit racist, isn't it? Uh, isn't it? Yeah, let's ignore that. Okay. Uh, there's loads. There's loads in that, and I kind of like. I got so excited, like just writing it all, like like. Right, old dad was like, fuck it, I'm not going to cover any of this. <laughs> I got to the end, I was like, oh, Zoroastrian. Um, back in the room, Austin admits that he shagged a lot of vagina. Of course, Vanessa's upset. Times have changed. He can't just shag anyone. Welcome to the 90s. You're going to be very lonely. Uh, he heads to a bar and gets the piss taken out of him. And then he yeah. makes a list of his mates. Jimi Hendrix, dead from drugs. Janice Joplin, dead from drugs. Mama Cass, Mama Cass. Sandwich. And you're like, okay. <clears throat> Uh, uh, he's sitting in the bar with a Reebok, wasn't he? He was sitting with a pair of Reebok. Oh, he was, oh, yeah. No, was yeah, yeah. In the what? Nike Airs. Oh, no, Reebok pump, because he was pumping it. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can still buy a pair for 130 bucks. Oh, really? Yeah, they're still... Like they're still old like, ones or new ones? No, new ones. Yeah, oh, yeah. Wow. They're, they're on the Reebok website. Fantastic. Yeah, okay. Just, just a pair. <laughs> <laughs> they're pretty ugly, though. Aye, yeah. yeah. I can can you burst them? I assume you can. Aye, you I couldn't be. find out. I couldn't find out. I don't know anybody would have the thumb pressure unless you're a daily yeah, daily Thompson Decathlon player all the time. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you need some strength in those thumbs. Yeah, I yeah, no thanks. You're all right. He watches the moon landings. He watches the fall of the Berlin Wall. We have done both of those to fucking death, yeah. by the way. Uh, the next day on the tour, they're being given a tour by the guy who does the poetry at the start of So I Married an Axe Murderer. Yep, so it does. Eh? Yeah, Rachel spotted him straight away, and I was like, fuck, that's a good spot. Well done. Um, Austin dressed as the love guru. Eek. And Eek. Vanessa looks like Dolly Parton. Yep. <laughs> yeah. um, they they see these two scientists. One's a really tall guy. It wasn't uh, Orion's belt. Oh, I knew it was for Men in Black. No, it wasn't Orion's belt or Lurch. Uh, I looked him up, uh, and like the other woman's really squat and fat. Uh, but they come out and the outfits fit them perfectly. Perfect. It's very good. It's very good. Like it. um, Austin hypnotizes Christian Slater. Oh God, yeah. I mean, how desperate for drugs was Christian Slater at this point? Yeah, I'm going across the street to get you some orange sherbet. (laughs) Orange sherbet, uh, John, is an online fashion boutique. There you go. That's it. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's an online fashion boutique uh, in Australia. Uh, (laughs) Orangesherbet.com.au. I've got uh, some sources state that the first sherbet or sorbet 
dates back to 3000 BC. Oh, wow. Super. Yeah, so See, I think of it as like a sherbet dib-dab. Aye, with the uh, licorice yeah. stick that yeah. they ate. They just poured yeah. that in your mouth. Oh, no, I liked the licorice bit as well. Because I grew up, grew up enjoying uh, Pontefract cakes, the shittiest <laughs> cakes the world's ever had, but I like them. Oh, I could go a bag of them right now. I wonder if Aldi's still open by the time we finish doing this. Hell no. <laughs> uh, the alarm is raised and they escape on a steamroller, only to very slowly crush this henchman. Don't yeah. they? He's like, no! And it, you look at it and then he's like miles away. Like, no! In this kitchen, this wife and kid are told... This guy's been killed. And she says, people never consider how this affects the family of a henchman. And oh. I have always loved that. And, and I, I love the fact he comes back again in a moment or two. Very clever. Um, back at the tour, Random Task knocks out Vanessa and Austin with a shoe and takes them to the lair. Uh, we see the plan is to dig into the earth and detonate the warheads, which will cause Morton magma. So we erupt out of all of the volcanoes and basically destroy humanity. Uh, when Dr. Evil's trying to end the transmission at the UN, he ends up putting on Beavis and Butthead. I know. <laughs> so like, Just okay, club, yeah, yeah that, that'll, obviously that'll get MTV a few, Bob. At dinner, Scott comes out of his room. When Dr. Evil introduces Austin, he suggests just killing him. Uh, like we all always do with Bond villains. And he's like, no, uh, what, you, you, you're giving him dinner? Yeah. <laughs> The plan, of course, is for them to be eaten by sharks with laser laser beams Lasers. on their heads. Uh, but sharks are endangered, so it's going to have to be sea bass. Yeah, angry sea bass. Angry sea bass, indeed. Um, 75% of shark species are currently threatened with extinction. Uh, this made me really sad. 12 species are considered dangerous to humans, but more than 20 species are in danger of extinction. Oh, that's crazy, isn't it? How's that for shark facts? Take that, Joe. No, no. Uh, uh, <laughs> so, yeah, they're mutated sea bass instead. Uh, sea bass fillets at Sainsbury's, £7.50 for four. And remember, sea bass kicked the hungry's ass, didn't he? Is that um, hungry dumb and dumber? Kick his ass, sea bass! <laughs> oh, so he does, yeah, good point. <laughs> I've not been able to eat a lot of fish since I started playing Dredge, by the way, on the Switch. The... Um, yeah, the Eldritch Horror Fishing Game. All right. It's pretty yeah. fucking good, man. It's worth 20 quid of anybody's money. Yeah. We begin the unnecessarily slow dipping mechanism. Yeah. <laughs> like, Scott's annoyed they aren't going to watch them die. And here's where we get the shh bit. You know, yep. shh. Zip, zip, yeah, zip. Oh, no, zip it's in the next film. This one's shh. Oh, God, I, yeah, yeah. This one's shh. Uh, we all know and kind of loved as much as you can. It's the zip it bit's better. I like the zip it. You can zip it. You can zip it. Oh, yeah. Everybody remembers that one. <laughs> yeah, that one. Be good. <laughs> Vanessa has dental floss. I get it. I've got terrible teeth. I feel you, Austin. Um, and they use it to swing off a ledge and squirt toothpaste into this henchman's eyes with judo chop. Uh, <laughs> really annoyed me because there's no such thing as a chop in judo. There you go. Oh. Uh, before putting his head into the sea bass where it gets eaten. We then go to a Hooters, probably the one in Nottingham, uh, where we see lads waiting uh, for John Smith. Yeah, and, who, and who's the main guy? Rob Lowe, by the uh, way. Number, number two. Number, oh, number two. Yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah it's man. literally number two. It's literally number two in the next one. <laughs> um, he, he gets a call and we learn he died decapitated by an ill-tempered mutated sea bass. It's a smitty. And it's fun. It's, it's, I, I like it. 
That's great. Oh. As they escape on this little electric cart, Vanessa hops out to go and get help, and Austin gets the cart stuck trying to do a three-pointer. It is like me trying to fucking do a three-pointer. <laughs> uh, we've got a little bit of work where we've got the electric cars and the vans where we go and park them down the back of the building where the electric chargers are. And it's really, it's like, it's, it's, it's not really narrow. It's enough space for kind of like two cars, but the van's pretty big. We've got an electric mm-hmm. camera van. It's pretty big. And just turning that is a pain in the hoop. And tonight, <laughs> before I came on, I had to go put the van on charge. Oh. And I must have taken about a 14 point Because <laughs> I was on my own going, oh, I'm only going to end up smashing up this newly liveried van. I cannot do this. Oh, man. Yeah, embarrassing. Embarrassing. Um, he heads to this chamber where the fembots are, and instead of fighting them, he tries to shag them until he remembers he needs to be saving the world. Um, and what did he think of to get his erection to go down? Oh, there's one with the, there's cats and planes, but that's not the right one, is no, it? This is uh, Margaret Thatcher naked on a cold oh, day. Nice. I've got to be honest, I have used Margaret Thatcher to make it go down in the past. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, delighted to say it's been 10 years since Margaret Thatcher fucking died. Oh. Probably a really fucking painful death. <laughs> and you know what? I could not be happy. And you know what? This will probably cause us to lose listeners. If you got this far and you listen to this podcast and you love Margaret Thatcher, then where the fuck have you been doing? No, no. Uh, if, you, if you've got this far and you love Margaret Thatcher, send us a message. Send me a message because I want to give you fucking dog's abuse on the internet <laughs> if that's all right. Fucking Margaret uh, Thatcher, man. And what a fucking monster. <laughs> They won't let him leave, so he explodes them with his sexiness, doesn't he? Oh yeah, <laughs> dancing around in his in his uh, in pants, in his union flag pants. <laughs> uh, I saw some um, some of these, by the way. Um, swimming briefs, nine ninety five on eBay. Uh, the union flag was adopted on the first of January, eighteen oh one, which is two hundred and twenty two years ago. Uh, but only semi-recent years was it adopted by massive fucking racists. Yeah. Uh, it's only called the Union Jack when flown at sea, which is where I'd like all those fucking racists to get in <laughs> and stay in for as long as they can. That would be good. Yeah, not my flag. Not my flag. No, no, fucking me neither, mate. Uh, Vanessa arrives and he explains where he explains what happens as he stood around in his pants. His pants, dance to it. Yeah, and I loved this. I loved this one soldier who gives him like a cheeky, like look over his his lingering (laughs) look. It's great. In the main chamber, the drill and warhead are set for a countdown. It starts on its journey to the centre of the Earth. But here comes Austin and the special forces. By the way, what was this guy doing the Arnold voice for? Called Don uh, in five uh, seconds. Uh, like, like, what? I mean, were they trying to launch this sound alike of Arnold or something? I think they were trying something because it did. Weird, weird, weird. Um, who's your daddy and what does he do? Uh, 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 here comes <laughs> Austin stops. It on one second and heads to find Dr. Evil, who's lost Mr. Bigglesworth and is singing that Meow Mix advert song. Meow, 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 Yeah, Meow Mix, Meow Mix, please deliver. Meow Mix is a cat food introduced to the market in the North America in 1974. The song is from an advert of the same year, and me and Tom talked about it on Everything We Learned from the Simpsons episode, The Boy Who Knew Too Much, which I think was episode two. 
we would love to come back to you with more episodes of um, everything we learned from the Simpsons, but we're working some shit out <laughs> with that at the minute. Anyway. Uh, Dr. Evil calls Austin an ageing hipster. Everything he stood for in the 60s. Free love and pr- uh, pr- promiscuity are now evil. Um, a lot of shows up with Vanessa at gunpoint. Scott arrives and Austin grabs him and holds a gun to him. Kill the little bastard. See if I care. <laughs> it's good. Uh, Scott runs off. Number two arrives and holds a gun on Dr. Evil. He's built the company up, wants to be featured on Forbes magazine. He sits in a seat at the table. and Dr. Evil, of course, sends him to the fiery depths. Before escaping in Big Boy. Oh, yeah, Big Boy. Big Boy. Uh, Austin and Vanessa escape as the lair explodes. And we see three months later. Austin and Vanessa are married, enjoying their wedding night, when Basil calls, explaining she is to be made a full agent. And Austin's going to be knighted by the Queen. Mm. Exposition, by the way, is defined by Oxford as a comprehensive description and explanation of an idea or theory. Uh, There's more naked sight gags. And yeah. the room service arrives, but it's Random Task who throws a shoe at Austin. Ah, honestly, who I throws really a shoe? Yeah, okay. <laughs> he grabs him and chokes him. Austin grabs his Swedish-made penis enlarger and basically pumps Random Task to death. Oh, possibly. Uh, it's, how, it's how he would have wanted to go. Yeah. They head to the veranda and see the stars, and they see a shooting star, except it's Big Boy and a semi-frozen Dr. Evil. Oh, ho, ho. I'll get you, Austin Powers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, <laughs> Mr. Bigglesworth's just this fucking toy, isn't it? It's, it's <laughs> all right. It's pretty good. Uh, and that's the film. John, do you have any more things for us? Yeah, a couple more. Uh, so it does indeed take 46 years to become a doctor because you said something. Uh, oh, it does, yeah. Six years yeah, to be a doctor. Six years, so it does. Uh, Crest Toothpaste was introduced in 1955, so it was uh, 68 years ago. Crest okay. Toothpaste, man, I remember that. I do, yeah. Uh, that's what I got, that's it. Okay. Um... Uh, Heathrow opened in 1946 as London Airport and was renamed in 1966. We've already done that one. Uh, (laughs) 1,300 flights per day and 70 million passengers a year, John. Uh, There's a bit about the Salvation Army, and I can't remember what what they said, why they did the Salvation Army. Um, According to their website, they are a worldwide evangelical Christian church. Our mission is based on our faith in Jesus Christ who wants everyone to experience life in all its fullness. Of course he fucking does. Uh, they offer support with homelessness, cost of living crises, faith, and playing brass instruments far too fucking loud. Uh, yes, I did used to live next door to one. <laughs> <laughs> $67 million worldwide this film made off of a $16.5 million budget. Not bad oh, at all. That's actually all right. Production value looked quite high as well, considering. Yeah, absolutely. Um, John, how many do you think we got? 66. Higher. <laughs> 94. Ooh, a little bit higher. 98. Spot on, 98. That's a bit disappointing, but you know. Oh, it is what what? 98. What? Well, it's time for what everybody's here for, <laughs> not the facts, the patron <laughs> shout-outs. These lovely people gave us a quid. And we shout them out every episode. You can do the same at patreon.com forward slash 100 things film. It will allow you to vote in the patron's choice every month and get some nice things said about you. If you've got something to, to hawk, then we'll do it for you. 
Fuck to give us money and expect nothing in return. Ian McComish, Rachel Plant, Gavin McGill, Phil Farish. Thank you very much, you lovely people. Um, Cane souls, the cane souls. Absolutely. Uh, Nigel Davis of the Wonder Emporium. John is making us some merch. I mean, I'm fucking paying for it, but he's making us some merch. I am not even going to tell you what they are, mate. You'll love them. Oh, what? Yeah. Uh, he'll make anybody a nice dice tray or tabletop models in his Etsy and Facebook shop. So that is the Wonder Emporium. Right. Uh, Rob- bath beads, but that's not a thing anymore, is it? Uh, uh, anal beads. Yeah, he might make those. <laughs> Nigel, can you 3D print John some anal beads? <laughs> uh, Rob Jones from Records and Bands. He started with his uh, new series uh, last week, and he had Ian on from um, Cool Connections doing Jazz Club. Nice. Um, Ali, Dale, and Megan, members of the Carlisle Gamers Club, thank you for your money. Uh, they do board gaming, painting models, all that kind of stuff with nerds, geeks, dweebs. Because I said dweebs, can you say that? Is that a bit offensive? Sorry. Uh, Lather Street in Carlisle, open every night from about 4 p.m. Uh, Paul and Sophie, SP Film Viewers Podcast. They have, in the past couple of weeks, been talking Perks of a Wallflower and The Voices, both films that I think are utterly fucking atrocious. <laughs> oh, is that Ryan Reynolds? And oh, oh, what a bad movie that is. Yeah. Uh, Joe from Hallmark of Greatness. Last week, him and Barn were talking about their shit-tier food that their mum tried to pass off when they were kids, uh, including Tudor tinned ham on pizza. Oh, God. Mate, can you imagine? Oh, man. I, I mean, I would oh, eat it. Um, there was also a film in there somewhere, I think. And not, this not, week... Not, not, no, nothing will ever beat many pizzas with uh, scrambled egg. What? Many pizzas and scrambled egg. My mum used to make it all the time, and the scrambled egg was so watery that the base of the pizza would be like goo. Oh, fuck it. absolutely disgusting, man. Was it those really cardboardy pizzas? Yes, yeah. yeah. From yep, the freezer same. shop. Joe talks about those. I'll, I'll send you a link to, to, to this week's episode, to last week's episode. Uh, and this week, John, I'm on Last Orders and we're doing Space Truckers. What? Yeah, where I get to say the same thing over and over again about Dennis Hopper late in his career. Whoa, 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 whoa. Because I've already got five things that I ever say. Um, that prick punk from What the Fuck Do You Want finally got his hat and was this week was laughing at the death of E3, which whoa, is dead as fuck. Yeah, sense, exactly. exactly. Out of here. Was it the original hat, or did you send him another one? No, it was the original hat. There's a story involving, I think, his smacked uh, neighbour. Uh, but yeah, anyway, um, Mono and Kira from Mono Rants Podcast. They're interviewing your man from the boys, the showrunner, Jeff Boys, or whatever he's called. <laughs> I, I don't know. No, no, look, really, they are. I mean, they have properly arrived. Ooh. On the subject of arrived... Ian has a curator from the BFI talking about the films of Brunel on Court Connections this week. He has left us all behind. Now he's a proper high-class podcaster. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of podcasts that aren't high-class, Gavin Belson and Dan Belson of the Be There with Belson podcast, two brothers bickering and sharing the music. Uh, They're just great friends, aren't they? Yeah, and they've got a a great... (laughs) See that uh, Be There with Balls on? Yeah. Oh, they had football TikTok. It's amazing. Yeah, it's like it's videos of their five-a-side football and it's amazing that, like, the shit that happens when you've got a camera pointed at five or six footballers. I, I don't like football, but I, I thought that was genius, man. Absolutely it's because you're Scottish. That's <laughs> what it is. That's the trick. Um, uh, Gadget and Stig and Biggie from Modern Escapism this week talking about backlogs. My backlog, 
is their D&D pod, Do Dragons Dream of Scott Sheep, which I'm working my way through. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I, I'd venture you just going, who does number two work for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, Josh Wilson, do you fancy picking up on his new podcast? I know I said this last week, but he has another new podcast. Bloody hell. This one's called Hey, Try This. It's basically short reflections, meditations. It's really bite-sized stuff, three to five minutes, things to help you get through the day and things to help you deal with your own physical and mental stresses. It's really good. It's really thoughtful. Gavin's on a couple of them. Uh, Amanda's on them. It's really good. I am working on getting on one of them. I've got something that I want to share. Probably about not being on every podcast in the world would be very good for my mental health. I'm not, I'm not watching <laughs> not watching the same film four times in a week would be good for my mental health. If you enjoy that, if you want to get involved, give us a quid. We'll shout you out every episode. Uh, John, we're going to be talking about Wayne's World next week. That's no surprise. Yeah. We talked about it at the Dame, top excellent. Of the show. Excellent. Really good. I'm actually, I've actually ordered, which should be coming tomorrow, I hope, uh, Blu-ray uh, Steelbook. To go on the old Ooh. steelbook thing because it's—I know it's a film I love, so I know I'm gonna, yeah, gonna watch I, it. Uh, although, although mentally, I need to prepare myself for the fact it—it doesn't—it doesn't have. Uh, Ozzy wouldn't go on and stage until he had a brandy glass full of brown M and M's. We had to beat to death the the sweet shop owner oh, with his own shoes. Um, <laughs> his Bengal tiger was a different man because that's the second film. Which is also very, very good. But we'll be talking about that. John, say goodbye to the lovely people that have paid and don't pay and just don't even listen. No, you want to say goodbye to them because they're not listening. Goodbye, you beautiful people. And the people that don't listen, fuck off. (laughs) Oh, yeah, they already have. They've they've often fucked, yeah. Uh, Fantastic. Uh, Lovely listeners, thank you so much. He's been John. I've been planting. This has been tantalisingly close to 100 things. We could have edited this. In fact... Maybe we should have edited this to 100 oh. things. All we would have got is fucking accusations from Mono going, I don't think you got 100 things. Uh, I didn't do the accent. Uh, but that's all he ever does. I don't think you actually go, I'm going to go back through the episode and do 100 things. Blah, 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 blah. Because I've got lots of time to spare. Blah, 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 blah. Um... Because I work night shifts in a fucking garage. Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, uh, keep giving us a quid, Mono. You can always up it if you want. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but look, listeners, thank you so much. Uh, we'll be back next time, week, question mark, uh, with uh, Wayne's World. Uh, but until then, uh, party time, excellent. See ya. Party on, dudes. See ya. See <laughs> ya.